Welcome to the Avengers Podcast. That's A-B-I-N-G-E-R-S. Avengers Podcast. You already knew that because you found us. Awesome job. Um, I am your host for the evening or morning, whenever you're listening to this, or afternoon, or I don't know, early morning. (laughs) I am your host, Emmy, and I am joined once again because it is summer vacation by my other co-host, Keith. Keith, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Emmy. How are you doing? Fantastic. That was a great intro. I didn't flip it, it at all. It was very good. You, Thank you, you nailed it. You forgot the dead of night, though. Some people could be listening at the <sighs> dead of night in the middle of like that, that 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. spot where it's like no one should get up earlier for like at this time for work. If you get yes. up, I'm so sorry that that is your job. I also um, missed the witching hour. The witching hour. Yeah, my bad, my bad. I'm you sorry, excited guys. for spooky season? Um, the I'm excited for the cooler weather, but I don't like to be scared, so... As long as I'm not scared, I'm good. Okay, fair, fair enough. Definitely don't look behind you right now. Stop um, that. The... <laughs> um, are you excited about this this review we're about to do? I'm I'm very excited. So we are doing summer break once again. Um, Brandon and Clinton are frolicking on the beach. You know they had to schedule their uh summer vacation while I'm back at school and can't go to the beach with them. Um, so this is Keith's pick for the summer vacation or summer break um and keith picked a good old-fashioned orgy i sure came did out in 2011 i had not i don't i think i heard about this film but i didn't ever i'm so used it. to no one having heard of this movie you have no idea there's like two or three comedies on my list of comedies i've i've liked for years and that uh, no one has ever fucking heard of. It's this one and The Ten. If you've ever heard of that one with Paul Rudd narrating The Ten Commandments. And he goes on to show... They're like, <laughs> it's like sketch comedy, like little short films about each of The Ten Commandments. And it's it's brilliant. Much better than this movie. I'll be honest with you. Uh, 24-year-old that, Keith loved this movie. <laughs> that Sorry, sounds very similar to um, History of the World. Is that... It is kind of along that line. It's a, okay. a David Wayne movie. So if you've ever seen um, Role Models or Wonderlust or Wet Hot American Summer, this is the the writer director who did this uh, movie about the Ten Commandments, and it's a good time. But uh, okay, it is not okay. a good old fashioned orgy. No, is, but yeah, <laughs> that's what this is, and it is this. That's this. That's what this is. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go first. On your thoughts, Keith, since this is your movie, since I went first last week. It was tricky because we we were thinking, okay, let's do like movies about the summer or movies that make you think about summer. And this one was like, to me, I was thinking last time we'd done such like a wholesome, I'd done anyways, that's such a wholesome, like coming of age (laughs) story. Yours was absolute debauchery. No. Um, (laughs) (laughs) About a 13 year old, (laughs) 13 year old merman. Um, No, the, uh, I feel like I wanted to to rev it up and and do something a little crazier and, and, and uh, a little more crass. And I picked this movie that I really liked when it came out, when I was 24 years old and having watched (laughs) it last night, my tastes have changed. I think what? is what's happened. I still like it. There's still a lot to love about it. I just think that my, I put it up on this pedestal of like, oh, I love all these comedic actors. I love the idea for this because it's so ridiculous. And uh, I think I remember it more fondly than uh, that I ended up 
uh, feeling about it last <laughs> night. But at the same time, there's still lots of good and lots of gold to uh, discuss. So I'm I'm still stoked to be talking about it with you because we got to unpack this thing, and it is yeah. a it is a buttload of things. Yes, but, yeah. completely agreed. Um, yeah. it was I I watched it. It was weird. It was it was wild. Um, at times, yeah, it, it didn't completely hold up, but uh, I had a good time. Like I was oh, really good. enjoying the movie. Okay, I I thought it was a very unique uh, idea, honestly. Yeah. Um, I don't know how true it is. Yeah. And that's where I'm going to poke some holes, maybe. Yeah. Um, but I just I I liked. I think I liked most things about this movie, and I the cast was fantastic. Um, the the uh, nostalgia of like your friend group in your 30s just like going away and having like fun together and like i'm at the point in my life where like all my friends are having kids and it's mm-hmm. like oh we're not the same fun group we used to be because mm. you have to be responsible for babies and <laughs> uh, oh you're pregnant <laughs> i can't have a mimosa because i'm pregnant <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um but yeah i just i it made me long a little bit for the days before my friends had any responsibilities. <laughs> um, I know no, I mean. thought it was. I thought it was really. It was. It was. It was a fun time, if nothing so, else. I'm glad I watched it. I struggled with it because, okay, not only did this movie come out long before the Me Too movement, and if you've seen a comedy movie before the Me Too movement and a one and one after, they're very different. And especially the way that they treat women and the the objectification and the the the, the lens that everything's done. And this was written by two guys. This was written by uh this is clearly like a a kind of I don't even know how to I, I don't want to put it in the same category as something like Van Wilder or like American mm-hmm. Pie because it's a lot more wholesome. Yes. Because it came so much further after those those movies, but it's still in that realm for me. So I'm like, you know what I mean? I'm I'm trying to parse through it and not be canceled for my feelings about it. Uh <laughs> but that's I remember no, that does make sense because I remember absolutely loving American Pie. I thought the first mm-hmm. American Pie was great. I watched a whole bunch of American Pies after that, after they turned to absolute horseshit. <laughs> yeah, and not so not because of the feminism in me, but because it, it, they were bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which was oh, yeah. just bad writing. <laughs> yeah, more um, the more they beat that dead horse and and uh, or beat off that dead horse. I don't know, but they <laughs> they just it just got worse and worse and more debaucherous. And they're like, how do we top each other? How do we how do we do uh, push the envelope and make this straight to DVD movie even more extreme than the last straight to DVD? Because it's like no one's going to see this in theaters, so who cares? Let's make it as ridiculous as we can. Um, but this one, this movie, a uh, good old fashioned orgy has much more heart. It has a good message in the end. It is not very believable because a group of friends is much less likely to do this than likely in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. But it is it is fun to see the dynamic and see that they struggle through it, which I think is my if it if they didn't struggle through it, it wouldn't have been even close to believable. And and the fact that they have to kind of conquer a fear and a discomfort with each other and then they do all kind of benefit in the end, even just opening up their minds and knowing what they want the next day type of thing. And it's, it's, it's an interesting little moral to the story, I guess, if we're, we're going to pull one out of there. <laughs> but, yeah. 
overcoming fears by fucking your friends. Yeah. And it's got yeah. some good lines too. Uh, what, the, yeah. The best, if if the best line in a movie, if a movie has Will Forte in it, first of all, it's probably pretty fucking decent. And then the fact that he gets to say, "What the fuck are you doing with a rope around your cock at my wedding?" Um, yeah. It's just a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful thing to experience. Uh, yeah. In most cases, yeah. <laughs> um. So we do have uh, Rotten Tomatoes, IMDb, um. For some reason, I do not have Google users on this. It would not pull up on my phone. And I was like, oh, that's a mobile issue. It's well, not on it, Google either. It's strange. Like, it, it, it's not just that it's not that popular, that it just doesn't have. Because it was hard to find, first of all. I don't know how the hell you found this movie, but my God. Oh, I got I got ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> know how the listeners are going to find. By the way, spoil uh, alert. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're, you're better hosting than I am, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's fine. but yes yeah, you, you're alert. dependent on brandon for this all the time i know it's, it's i know to, yeah so when it when it falls on me i just like i, I don't I, it's brandon if gotcha. you're listening right now which I, you told me that this is going to be your your drive to florida uh you already did your drive so you're listening to this in the future past <laughs> i don't know time, <laughs> time but no if you're listening you do a lot a lot of stuff in this show that i take for granted and i just i appreciate it clinton Aww. you know fuck you you know <laughs> you know what you bring to the table <laughs> i'm absolutely kidding no it is it is difficult to put up with me sometimes i know that so i appreciate you as well clinton don't want to i want to be fair i don't want to leave you out i think you're a delight thank you i am a fucking delight <laughs> right sorry sorry mom <laughs> oh my, my god we gotta think about pam listening to this episode <laughs> no 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 she doesn't know what podcasts are, are. like oh, she doesn't okay, yeah she doesn't understand it yeah my mom's um, like okay, is that so, a radio thing yeah yeah same on the radio all right critics oh yeah um, you want to guess it rotten tomatoes i'm gonna guess critics is 28 okay an audience maybe 38 <laughs> okay all right i don't know critics gave it a 35 percent oh audiences gave it a 41 percent hey imdb gave it a 6.1 and i feel like this is on par maybe maybe just a slightly lower than cocaine bear i think i would like to watch cocaine bear again <laughs> fair um also, Big Brother just started, and holy shit, Julia Chen Moonvez's outfit is horrendous. That's what my mom always talks about. <laughs> She'll text me every time that Big Brother has a live eviction and be like, Julia's dress is ugly. <laughs> JCM's looking like dog shit tonight. That's yeah. what we're learning. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, sorry. The derail. <laughs> I have a question for you, since you got the whole okay. like Rotten Tomatoes things going. Okay. Yeah. How would you rate or rank the characters in this movie? And I can do my best to sum up the characters for you so that, like, like I'll just give them a quick nickname. Because there's a lot of characters in this, so I think it'll probably help with also uh, a little bit of a refresher of who the hell all these people are. There's, there's almost okay. too many characters. But, okay, so, but then again, you have to populate an orgy, otherwise it's just... Group sex doesn't sound as cool as orgy. So you need like, or at like least yeah. two more people. Um, Threesome, foursome. Like, yeah. So when you get to five, that it becomes a little like, I guess, yeah, yeah, you would call that group sex. And like six and more is orgy. 
Yeah, I don't know. It, it's like the, you learn as a kid to like, okay, a couple is two, a few is three, some is four. I don't know how it works, but uh, when it comes to group sex, I, I, I'm sure it's an entirely different diagram. But <laughs> all right, so so Eric, we'll say, is Jason Sudeikis, the main character. Uh, his name is Eric. We're just going to call him that because his name gets used the most, and it's very easy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kelly. Uh, I'm not going to say everybody who's just just the orgy goers. Um, I'm going to include Kelly. She is the woman of his interest, who is uh, the the real estate agent. Um, then there's Mike or McCrudden, the drunk guy. Uh, Sue, yeah. the girl who is into Eric. She's a teacher. <laughs> no, that's Laura. See, this is already it's so some of these characters I find are so underdeveloped in this way that like oh. Sue is literally just into Eric. I don't know anything else about her. I don't know what her job is. Yeah, okay. I know but she the has teachers dark hair. into Nick Kroll. <laughs> yeah, in the end. Yeah. yeah. Like, they kind of pair off too, which is kind of sweet. Yeah. Um, but okay, so there's Sue, then there's Allison, who's the psych psychologist. Okay. There's Adam, who is the Nick Kroll character, the hypochondriac. Um, there's Duquez, which is the name I never understood. I never think I, I don't think I ever heard the name said fully until I saw his name on his own album because he is the musician. Yeah. Um, his girlfriend, Willow, mm-hmm. Laura, the teacher, Glenn, Will Forte's character, which I just know as Will Forte because you can pick him out of a crowd very easily. Um, mm-hmm. And then Kate, Will Forte's wife, played by Lucy Punch. But uh, they are the couple, the married couple who has a mm-hmm. child. They're the only person in the friend group that has a child. So they're uh, they're on their own little area. But yeah, of the those big that big group of main people, wh- who's at the top? Who's the bottom in your uh, in your rankings? Uh, top 100 percent. Laura, she's my bitch. She's a teacher. Like, yeah, she's yes. th- that's she's my favorite. I figured I had a feeling you would like Laura. Yeah. And it seems like she's had uh they touch on it like an issue with weight and she lost a whole bunch of weight and like she's kind of trying to find her confidence again love her love her for that yeah well not for because she struggled but (laughs) because she's trying to find her confidence yeah yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) like she's actually got some depth to her um okay i feel like at the bottom well no okay um mike mike is probably at the top for me okay you're a big mike fan yeah because he's he's just trying to make sure that everybody's having fun when he's coming out with those drinks and he's like gin and tonic and then he comes out and it's like just vodka soda just vodka (laughs) there's one that's beautiful and then he just drops yeah it was like uh mimosas of some kind or something yeah it was yeah it was so sad (laughs) everything smashes in the ground oh okay well i have beer or i have vodka And he's he's just he's just such a hype guy. Like he's just yeah. the guy that's like, you're the leader, and I'm just gonna like I'm anything you want. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. And that moment of vulnerability when when he gets called out for being like Jason mm-hmm. Sudeikis's like pet. They mm-hmm. call like like Adam gets mad at him and says like, oh, you just follow him around everywhere like his little puppy, like his little pet. And then he's like, so what you guys think of me? <laughs> and he like gets all emotional. It's like, oh, he's actually like. He's got a soul. He's got a heart. Yeah. And he's, it's broken now. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. No, I like okay, him. So he's up there. So Laura yeah. and Mike are up there. Are up there. Um, Nick Kroll's character. Yeah. I, I, I just love Nick Kroll, honestly. <laughs> and so I, he could do no wrong. And the fact that he's on his phone the whole time, his Blackberry, he loses his job <laughs> because his Blackberry gets thrown in the pool. 
when he shows up drunk to the wedding as little yeah. his little like swagger out of the limo or whatever. <laughs> yeah. With a little top hat. Oh, yes. Was, I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah. I like I liked him. Um I don't feel like I got to know uh uh Glenn and his wife enough mm-hmm. to give a shit about them. Um yeah. the fact that the yeah. one girl, the only thing we know about her is that she was into Eric. Yeah. I mean, that puts him puts her down there. It's like purely Honestly, in there as a plot device. Like it's yeah. sad that she doesn't get much more than that. Yeah. Um Willow seems like someone who tells everybody that she has a Peloton and she's a vegan. What is a Peloton? What? What is a Peloton? I'm it's like up. a really stupid expensive exercise bike, but now they make treadmills too. Oh, okay. But they're so flippant. Ex- they're so expensive. <laughs> and you can do like classes with like oh. instructors on the TV screen that's on it. Oh, okay. Instead of watch TV like you should be doing. <laughs> you maniacs. Yeah. Sitting it's on, a your, whole... on your TV on your exer bike. It's nuts. Yeah. It's so oh, it's a whole it's a whole cult. Um, but yeah, she seems like that kind of person. Mm. Um, so I'd put her probably down there. Um, did I put Eric down there? Well, um, yeah, I don't you're know. not a big Eric fan. <laughs> I I I'll I kind of waffle with him because like on one side it's like, dude, you're in your thirties, like calm down. <laughs> yeah, but also. I feel him because here I am yeah. in my thirties and I'm kind of like, bitch, calm down. <laughs> yeah. Part of you is like, I don't want to grow up. I'm in my thirties. There's this is supposed to be some kind of like big change in, you know, from your twenties to your forties. And sometimes you don't want to do it. You don't want to yeah. grow up. And he's like, he kind of explains like, you know, how he grew up and why he, he parties so much and that he, you know, he's not just a rich brat. Like he has like a one bedroom apartment and, and, you know, he's not like, you know super spoiled that way but in a way he's a spoiled brat and so it's like okay i'm supposed to like this guy yeah. but also i I do really like jason sudeikis but not everybody does my my wife does not like him very much and like horrible bosses and stuff like that she finds him annoying um which I, he does often play the kind of horn dog character so i kind of get why that might be uh tiresome after a while but yeah. I don't think I wouldn't call him annoying. He seems him and Ed Helms, I feel like both rose at the same time and Ed Helms rose just a little bit higher. Mm. And so I just kind of compare them always. Same. And I and think I like Ed Helms a little Millers. bit better. <laughs> Are they? Yeah. Ed Helms plays like the, the guy he knew from high school that grew up to be a drug tycoon. And he's oh. doing the whole operation for Ed Helms. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. The I psychologist... agree. I, th- I think a lot of people mix those two up a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they do similar types of movies. Like I would say, The Hangover is in a similar vein of like we're the Millers and like yeah. it's just like that type of comedy. Um, the psychologist, I liked her. She was okay. She can stay in the middle. But yeah, Did I think like my, her my. You know what? Honestly, he had an accent, and I was digging it. His argument with her over having shaved her pubes, yeah, um, and saying you're not the prepubescent girl or whatever, and then my wife was like, "Exactly." (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, now you're siding with the guy we're supposed to hate, but I do understand why, hundred percent. I when she says I did it for you, then Mm -hmm. I'm like, 
that's that's not okay. That's why I don't like that you did it. Yeah. Like I I that fight would not happen if you were with me because mm-hmm. could yeah. couldn't couldn't be asked. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Fair. <laughs> but I do that for me. I don't I don't do that exactly. for other people. Like, Fair. yeah. And if I were to decide that I wanted a different hairstyle down there, <laughs> it would also be for me. <laughs> Just waiting for people to rock the mullet. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that hair coming out of your ass? I mean, how could it not be? Okay. Okay. Cool. Party Just so we're back. clear. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm working on it. I've never shaved that size. <laughs> Taking hair growth hormones. I gotta grow that mullet. <laughs> yeah. I can, I oh. can imagine Brandon listening to this episode on his drive and being like, "All right, I'm turning it off." <laughs> instead of sorry mom i should be like sorry brandon <laughs> yeah. I, I i don't want to picture that yeah. um martin star's character he seemed fine to me he's kind of kind of forgettable right like him and his girlfriend yeah i feel like they're just there to fill the room because they mm-hmm. need to have more people there because it's like they're not <laughs> they're not having sex with anyone else they're just a couple at an orgy no, Willow has sex with somebody in the pool for a second. Does she? I think. I think. I don't know. Because I was really, I was impressed. Because I thought, I was like, this is a really shitty orgy if they just pair off and everybody fucks off. in front of everybody. Like, that's yeah. just, that's voyeurism. That's not an orgy. <laughs> yeah. But they do switch it up a little bit. Yeah. And I was, I was impressed I, by I was the like, amount of switch up, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I do feel like uh, the teacher and Nick Kroll found like a, a connection and i was like well i mean once you find that d you, like you hold on to it and never let it go mm-hmm. you only get yeah. one shot but <laughs> she went off with somebody else and did some other stuff and he went off and did some other stuff it was it was like yeah good for good for you guys yeah it would have been yeah it would have been sad if they didn't explore during the orgy because they're not it's not like they're going to do this twice right that would defeat the whole purpose they're doing one last one last big thing um at this summer house i guess i should explain yeah. the plot a little bit shouldn't i maybe but, a little bit uh, yeah <laughs> we, we just watched a porn <laughs> by the way guys uh changing up the avengers summer yeah. 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 if you guys want to find this it's on x tube <laughs> i'm just kidding don't don't go to that site don't don't do that um okay i'll give it i'll give a brief synopsis for a little bit and you can uh I'll I'll throw it to you after a couple sentences, but okay. So Eric, played by Jason Sudeikis, is a thirty-something perpetual adolescent who lives to party, holding lavish themed events like his. Uh, what was it? Uh, the first thing they did was the the. That's the why I'm wearing this shirt. Is the, what was it? The red. It was the, the white, white trash, trash bash. Yeah. White trash bash. What is the shirt you're wearing? This is my Fourth of July shirt. It is a picture of uh, Mount Rushmore with the uh, presidents wearing shades. And party hats, and it says "Happy Birthday, America." And whenever I show up to my house on, like, my parents' house at Fourth of July, my mom always goes, "You haven't lost that yet," (laughs) because I only wear it once a year on Fourth of July. What what were your favorite? Sorry, go ahead. I need to mark (laughs) out. I need to mark out America and put my sister's name because Fourth of July is also her birthday, so that's why I'm always home for Fourth of July. Yeah. But I haven't done that yet. 
But this is my this is my white trash bash t-shirt. They were all the wearing party the party hats are American flags. Yeah. That's they awesome. were all <laughs> they were all wearing the cutoff t-shirts and I bought this shirt and it was already cut off. I did not do that myself. Walmart sells them. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, what were your favorite things about the white trash bash in this movie? Okay. So when I went to college, we had uh, themed parties. That was a big thing that frats did. So we would do around the world where there was a different drink in every room. And we would do um, we would do sex and execs. And everybody would dress up like they were secretaries and executives. <laughs> like stupid shit like that. And there was one time that my friends were all excited to go to this white trash bash. And they all dressed up. And I was like, I was a little peeved. A little because I know I know that this is a serious, serious topic, but it felt like my culture is not a costume. <laughs> it <laughs> felt like it felt like they were making fun of where I came from. And I was like, y'all, that's really that's kind of like yeah. I live in Tennessee. That's rude. Now, honestly, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. In college, it was kind of like, Bro. oh, damn, y'all oh. making fun of me. <laughs> I, I remember those those themed parties well. We had uh, beer Olympic. I was the guy to throw them first on our on our, our res floor. We did uh, some similar to the round the world. We did a room crawl where mm-hmm. instead of a pub crawl, we just had a different drink. Everybody would just buy a bottle to share uh, and make their own drink uh, in each room, and we'd try to get to the end of the twenty four fucking rooms, which was a crazy. Oh nightmare. my god. Uh, <laughs> Then we had uh, an Anchorman themed party because it had just kind of been, you know, at the craze of the Anchorman movie. And yeah, I was definitely Ron Burgundy and I will find pictures. Um, <laughs> yeah, we had like a Veronica Corningstone competition. So whoever, because it was like the one female character in that movie. So everybody <laughs> on the floor was like, who the hell am I going to be? Like, well, I'll just be Veronica Corningstone. <laughs> we'll, have a, we'll have a pageant or something. But yeah, it was totally stupid. But yeah, those those themed parties were a good time. Yeah. Yeah. What do you I, think of the did... bean dip in the in the in the toilet? Oh, that was disgusting. That was gross. Just tie it back to the pre-show. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I should have known that was in my future. <laughs> Patreon guys. Yeah, yeah. Join our <laughs> Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Avengers Podcast. Um, yeah, I that was that was gross. I yeah. I don't care how much you clean a toilet. I don't care if you tell me that a toilet has never been used before. <laughs> I will not eat anything out of a toilet ever, I do, ever. I do like that he did, did end up saying like, you know, you're the only person who actually took a chip from that, yeah. from that bean dip. It's for some reason, just nobody wants one. That's really weird. Yeah. I would never, I would never. <laughs> oh. um, so they have these themed parties and on July 3rd, Eric throws a bash party attended by his friends, Sue Adam, Mike, Laura, Kate, Glenn, Doug. I didn't know his name was Doug. Actually, I thought it was Duquette. But anyways, and his girlfriend, Willow. Um, and oh, and Allison, the psychologist and her boyfriend, Marcus. Eric meets Kelly at the party. And the following morning, Eric's father arrives to inform him that he is selling the house. And the next weekend, the group arrives back at the house to find it for sale by Dodie, or um, played by Lynn Shea, very uh, probably most famous from the Insidious movies, and and oh. Kelly, who he uh. met the night before. Yeah, yeah. The 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 permanent. What is she? Uh, um, medium. In uh, she's either medium or small, but she's in. She speaks to ghosts in the Insidious movies. She's that lady. 
Oh, see, I'm thinking, okay, my friend Christina made me watch one, and there's, like, an old woman sitting on a bed, and they're in, like, a nightmare realm in the nether region oh, oh. <laughs> or <then> something. <laughs> um, no, she. I do know what you're talking about, though. That that character is creepy as hell. Um, yeah. Uh, this lady, yeah, this lady, like, teaches him to speak to the other side, and the, the whatever the hell it is, the further, I think they call it. Um, no, thank you. No, thank you. Um, yeah. I loved that the um no the drunk guy is passed out in the front porch with uh, a speedo American oh no, the American oh, flag speedo whenever the dad drives up oh yeah passed out in a lawn chair <laughs> just absolutely just completely conked out they have a whole conversation he's not listening to any of it um <laughs> loved that bit um Dido Dido Dudu D- uh Dodie. Dodie. <laughs> the real the realtor. The realtor. I she I loved her. Yeah. <laughs> she was yeah. so kind and so helpful. And she was like, they just keep stealing our signs. And here's a couple more. And um that actress did not recognize with different hair. Who uh, you didn't recognize her either. So no. so Eric uh meets meets her at the party before. She's all dressed up, she's got a wig on, she's got a fake belly in, pretending to be pregnant. Uh, at the white trash bash because being pregnant is white trash apparently. Um, and the- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they was- meet the next day and he has no clue who she is because mm-hmm. she's blonde, she doesn't have dark hair, and I guess that's enough. Uh, but no, he's also like, yeah, I guess he was drunk enough. Let's let's be honest, he was probably and drunk I, enough I, to not know who she was. Fooled me, fooled me. There you go. Wasn't drunk, maybe a little buzz, but. <laughs> <laughs> But she's a little insulted because she kind of makes this reference to the night before the things they were talking about and he doesn't recognize her and just goes on with his day and, and acts pissed off with her because he she is helping to sell his summer home or his dad's summer house where his friends constantly come and party and uh, it means a lot to him, this place. So, yeah. Yeah. That that poor cow. Bring, oh, being God. brought yeah. to a party like that. Just yeah. for as a prop, like although Came the guy who was party. handling, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. The guy who was handling the cow seemed chill as fuck. Yes, he's like yeah. tried, did my best with the shits or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he tried to clean them up. Yeah. Um, Eric and Mike. Mike is the uh, character played by Tyler Labine. He's uh, I grew up watching him in in things like Breaker High and uh, Tucker and Dale. Um. But there's uh, Tucker Dale versus Evil is an awesome movie that he's in. Um, but yeah, this mm-hmm. guy, he, he plays drunk like I've n- I've never seen anybody play drunk so well. Like he's he's probably half acting, but his acting when he's supposed to be just shit faced is he's still really fucking funny um, and believable. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. Eric and Mike decide to throw a last summer ultimate party at the house on Labor Day weekend, lamenting the more liberal sex attitude of the younger generation that passed over their own did you okay they were talking a little bit because the teacher character comes up with or or like shares with them that the kids these days the teens these days are have these bracelets and stuff what did you think of this whole thing it was a thing yeah i remember it being a thing when i was a kid um or not a kid but like in high school um it was also a thing with silly bands if you remember those monstrosities like different colored silly bands. Yes. Okay. I when you do. took them off, they would turn into different shapes. Right. Um, and I don't know that it's happening right now, but those hair doobies that are spiraled, they look like coils. <laughs> yeah. 
my kids wear I don't know 42 of them and like the, the way that you signify whether or not you're dating you give your boyfriend one of your hair dewies where and that's like it? on his wrist oh but okay. I also I also have boys who think that they're players and so they wore wear like I don't know <laughs> like 12 and I don't know I had some kids that it was like all on their forearm just the whole forearm it's ridiculous those things are so cool right now oh my god and they're, they look my kids look ridiculous this I can't wait for a, them to look back like i knew you'd have more of an insight on this because of being a teacher because i i once like this was not a thing in high school for me i had no idea what this what this was when it was talked about in the movie i was like what what's going on um all these uh or maybe it just wasn't a thing for me but i just didn't know about it <laughs> But uh, yeah, they 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 talk a little bit about what the kids are into these days and and they kind of yeah, they feel like they kind of explain it being like, oh, you know what happened is at our generation when when we became of age and went through puberty, that's when AIDS hit. And that meant that sex was scary and they just couldn't uh, they couldn't explore and become as sexually liberated as they wanted to. So Eric suggests that his friends mm. have a final party at the summer house and have an orgy. Yeah, mm-hmm. when pre- when presented with the idea, is uh, all of his friends are reluctant except for uh, the fun drunk guy Mike and who is... the girl who is into Eric Sue. Sorry, go ahead. And drunk guy Mike is yeah. doing his thing as a hype man and chanting orgy, 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 orgy. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't take off at first, which I love. He just kind of like he's yeah. met with crickets, and then uh, and then Sue agrees to join in. Um, because I think she feels it's maybe the one chance she's going to get to, you know, be with Eric, who she's been pining for. Um, but beyond that, her her plot device kind of character, it's it's so sad. I wish they'd really explored, like, who the hell is Sue? Um, beyond that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, first of all, I wish that sex bracelets were a thing for adults. I'd, I'd just yeah. be curious, because I, I remember it as, like, being... When I was in high school, the they were just little rubber bracelets that were all different colors, and mm. it would like signified what you were into, what you were willing to do. Oh, like I'll I'll do these things, but like I'm not gonna wear this one because I'm not gonna do butt stuff or whatever. What a clever way to kind of share with someone in a in a not like a very discreet fashion way. Yeah, you know where you're gonna go and what you're gonna what you're gonna be up for. Yeah, huh. why is this not a thing for adults? Why can't we do that? Know. I don't know. I'm gonna bring it back. Sex Do bracelets. It. Do it. Coming to the Avengers go. podcast <laughs> store. <laughs> um, if you need a model for that, um, I'm busy that weekend. <laughs> uh, but no. Um also, okay, I gotta I just I would you ever want to have an orgy with your friends? Oh god. If these so these friends have been are they all friends from high school? Are they all it like, seems like it college age? No, I can honestly say no. I mean, I'm married now, but regardless, it's like it is the most awkward thing ever. I think that's why the the movie plot works well is the fact that it is so ridiculous to yeah. expect a group of friends to want to do that. I mean, you, you hear yeah. about like masquerade kind of scenarios where nobody knows each other or whatever, and everybody's cool and chill about it. But it's like this is a group of people who have history. This is a bunch yeah. of people who have like. You know, the simple and, fact that half of them are in love with the other half is like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. That's going to cause some rifts. But uh, And like potentially a future. Like it's not like they're yeah. going to see each other as one night and then cut off all ties. Like they potentially yeah. have 
more friendship in the future. Um, I think that the the sexiest thing that I've ever done with my friend group um, yeah. is when we were at a cabin in somewhere Gatlinburg I don't know um they had a hot tub and all seven of us got into the hot tub and some of us ended up with rashes <laughs> I take that back it was like most of us <laughs> we were all in well, bathing gotta, suits though oh for sure you gotta join the club yeah, yeah. that makes the rash club yeah <laughs> fair Fair. Yeah. And I think that, that this movie does have like a fantasy version of how it would go too. like they do talk a long time about it. And if they weren't weird about it at first, it would be ridiculous, mm-hmm. you know, to just assume that, you know, an orgy with your friend doesn't come friends doesn't come with a lot of adjusting to the yeah. idea. <laughs> so a lot of them start out not interested in this at all, but one by one plot the plot continues and and each of them kind of concedes and goes you know what i do want to do this fuck it let's go so like laura the teacher wants to get her confidence or her self-esteem after uh, a kind of weight loss journey um then allison uh breaks up with her asshole boyfriend over the the big fight that we had just discussed about (laughs) how she she shaved uh for him and he didn't want that because he's not gross uh whatever it's yeah it's 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 just one by one they kind of um yeah they kind of all join in like nick kroll's character losing his losing his job was a big pivot for him <laughs> like he's yeah, basically yeah. just worried about his job finding out that he would be this guy and then it's like oh you don't have a job now okay i'm in for the orgy now okay <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, they do. I feel like they come. I'm um, uh, sorry. They all. <laughs> well, I don't know how else to say it. They all uh, d- get the idea to do this quicker than I. I would take some inv- convincing. Well, they're on a I, clock, maybe... right? They're on a crunch, and, the, and if they yeah, don't yes. decide by Labor Day, I think it. I think the time uh, factor it really helps them push that along. It's like, okay, well, we only have the house for so long, guys. You got to tell us by the end of the summer. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Um, at some at some point in this movie, they show an exterior shot of a Sag Harbor. I'm not sure if you're familiar. Probably not. No, no. What's that? Okay, it is a an older woman's uh, clothing store. Oh. And I say that um, my mom, when she was teaching, used to get some of her teacher clothes from there. So it's like that kind of vibe. Like, it's just like, okay. yeah. Um, And their font is a little swirly. And so I said something to her one time when I was an asshole teenager. And I was like, why did you get this sweater from Hag Harbor? <laughs> and that's what we call it in my family now. <laughs> you started and I don't think that my mom has bought anything else from there. <laughs> Um, sorry mom <laughs> sorry pam yeah um, um doug and whenever w- sorry Go ahead. sorry whenever they're having the conversation this is one of the things that i feel like that didn't age well and yeah whenever they're having the conversation on the beach the ladies are and they're talking about like if you had sex with four guys in a year like would that make you feel bad about yourself and she's like no and she they're like well it's just a condensed timeline mm-hmm. listen Go out there, try all the dicks. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Your number does not matter. All right. Yeah. That the whole purist purity being a virgin, all that is a construct. Oh god, yeah. Be safe. Make sure that you're being safe if you're going mm-hmm. out there and trying all the dicks. 
but like go out and try them man or yeah. you know what if you're a dude go out and try all the pussies be a gentleman <laughs> get consent yeah. first of course as long as you're being safe and you are taking precautionary measures like wearing a condom and getting tested and um you know not kissing no that's not one is it <laughs> i'm Wait. just kidding i'm sorry <laughs> If you have that rule, then okay. That's <laughs> no pretty woman, Sandra Bullock rules out here. Okay, mm-hmm. no, I'm just kidding about that. But seriously, though, do wear a condom and do get tested. But like <laughs> the number, the number is nobody, nobody's business but yours. And if anybody yeah. tries to shame you for that number, uh, like that's not something to shame somebody for. Yeah, the double standard's so stupid about it too. Yes. Is that like like I've I've unfortunately uh in my in my YouTube obsessions over the years, the last the last couple of years especially, have fallen into this like this entire rabbit hole of the red pill community. Not that I'm joining with the side of the red pill, but have you ever heard of the red pilled community out there? I don't know, but I don't know that I like the sound of that. So it's so it, oh. it's so stupid. It is very much um very chauvinistic. Um you gotta get your, you know, you gotta if you're a guy, you've got to get rich and get fit and then everything will work out and you're, you're oh, going to get oh. all the women and whatever. And they're so therefore like a guy's number being high is awesome, but a girl's number being high is bad. And it's just so stupid and genderized. And it's like, come on, we don't need to be making this even more polarized uh, than it already. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it's icky. It's gross. And it the fact that it's such a double standard, it's like it's just unfortunate um but yeah yeah right. no i agree that's, and that's a really good point yeah yeah Completely um doug and his girlfriend willow where am i anyway i lost my place there doug and willow join the the orgy hoping it will make him become more confident so so doug is played by doug's played by martin Starr, and he's a musician and he's been kind of hemming and hawing about humming and hawing hemming and hemming he's sewing pants i and hawing Anyways, i mean hemming and hawing sounds right but i don't know that i yeah. truly know what that is or means or where it came from that's what i'm discovering right now about myself <laughs> i have no fucking clue where or what I'm, the anyways i'm glad we're in this journey together <laughs> um we're broadening our horizons with with every yes. episode of Emmy. Yes. um so <laughs> he's he's like really indecisive about how his album cover is going to look. And he's really like, he's like all about, okay, like it's important to have like your image right first. And so his girlfriend just wants him to get more confident. And so why don't you live like a rock star? They say, and like, why don't you, you don't actually start, start being one instead of just worrying about how you look and whatever. So it's, it's kind of a silly uh, way to convince everybody to get in on this, uh, this orgy. Um, At Kate and Glenn's wedding, Glenn being Will Forte and Kate being, uh, Lucy Punch. Uh, they are. They have a kid. They're married, and they find out about the orgy. That they're also. They find out that they're not invited, and it becomes a big thing that ruins their wedding day. They say, and uh, everybody else is like, like, essentially in agreement that no, it's weird. You guys, you have a kid. No, you're not allowed to be <laughs> to be there, <laughs> which is so fact, sad. <laughs> the fact that they're so angry and so serious, Glenn and Kate yeah. are. And the entire table is cracking the fuck up. Yeah. Sent me. Absolutely sent me. I yeah. was <laughs> those poor people. <laughs> well, Will Forte also... in general, Matt, is so funny. Like, yeah. He's very good in this role. Uh, very yeah. tiny role for him, but damn. Uh, 
I love their journey too. The, the, they show up to the, and this is totally uh, would not fly today, but they, they theme the orgy after the Kama Sutra. So they're trying to do, do all these like Eastern uh, looks and vibes and, and decorations. And <laughs> they, that for some reason they don't pick up on Glennon and Kate show up late trying to sneak in and weasel their way in. And they are in dress. They are in indigenous regalia instead of mm-hmm. in Indian garb. So they are really, really behind the times as well as totally on the wrong page. And the idea that they sneak up to the window wearing that. And they, t- he turns to his wife and says, well, first of all, they're wearing Indian clothes, not, you know, and it's just like, oh God, this this joke is cringe, but yeah, <laughs> damn. I I at this point I was like, mm, that's that's a little racist. Um yeah. and then I was like, oh, that's super racist because soon after that, uh Jason Sudeikis's character goes to what's her face's house and she says, right. Did you fly here on a carpet? And it was like, Oh god. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, and he says, okay. I, I went over to a house and she was on a date with another guy and I'm here dressed as fucking Aladdin. And it's like, that yeah. is a 2011 joke. That joke would not be told today. Similar to a, a super bad joke. I remember they made fun of, uh, actually, just because he's wearing a vest. McLovin's wearing a vest and they say you look like fucking Aladdin. So it's actually not that bad. But, <laughs> but this one, yeah, they're they're pretty, yeah. it's pretty outdated. But uh, you know what? Show yeah. me any comedy from before 2011 and I'll show you about 25 jokes that wouldn't fly today <laughs> right right yeah um the uh whenever they showed up with uh the whole indigenous regal- regalia is that what you called it regalia? yeah regalia regalia um we so my my school right before i went there my college we used to be the miami university sorry redskins Mm. and right before i got there they changed it to the red hawks so there were still people who were under that name who were still going there whenever they changed and we had one guy who would get absolutely blasted at almost every single football game oh no and wear his his headdress Mm. for the team that was now no longer that racist name and get drug out of there <laughs> which honestly was like serves you right dude <laughs> yeah you're kind yeah. of a piece of shit you're, That's you're shit right there <laughs> beyond yeah. belief yeah yeah he yeah. would be drunk and just like cheering on the the redskins and it was like no dude get with the fucking times man and yeah he would get drug out in handcuffs almost almost every single home game quite oh. a spectacle <laughs> People are like looking forward to it each year. Like, oh, can't wait for him to get drunk out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That was um, and that was the highlight. My uh one of one of the years, it might have been my sophomore, maybe my junior year, we were literally like the second to last ranked team in all of American football, in college football. Oh wow. You could second to last. last. Yep. Couldn't couldn't even be last, right? Couldn't even get last. My goodness. Yeah underachievers is what it sounds like yeah damn it damn it damn it <laughs> all you gotta do is fumble a couple more times um so eric and mike thinking that this will be a research a, a uh a um 
what's the word people use a a, a information gathering mission no that's not what it's called anyway uh, fact finding mission uh yeah uh, yeah investigative journalism yes yes they go to an underground sex club to yeah. research orgies and how they work what's the etiquette what uh what will help people get in the mood what will what are absolute no-nos taboos um and they meet mike's uncle vic which i did not remember while watching this that that is supposed to be his uncle um mike is there fully watching <laughs> his uncle have sex in front of him uh played by help david Peckner. <laughs> yeah david yeah. Peckner. that's his name oh he's, he's incredible uh, champ from anchorman champ. yeah yeah he, yeah whammy uh and he is absolutely just getting it on uh, in front of them and he's like talking to them as well as like oh i heard your brother switch schools and like he's trying like they're happy he's like look at me look at me don't look at her like it's he has these weird demands of them while they're standing in front of him trying to trying to ask him questions uh and while he's just full-on having sex um what did you think of this sex underground sex club uh scene for me it was kind of one of the funniest like his character alone, Vic's character alone, uh, yes. is, he adds a lot <laughs> to, to this movie. Um, what'd you think? And then seeing Dodie, Dottie, yep. Dodie, yep. the real Dodie, type. seeing yeah. her on the Dodie. way out, yeah. Dodie, okay. Yeah. Seeing her on the way out, like. It was great. Great. Absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah, this, this little fact-finding mission was i feel like fraught from the start (laughs) like i knew that mike was gonna feel just right at home there and eric was not Mm -hmm. (laughs) but no i i really enjoyed that um i feel like in 2011 at least uh the kinky scene was not like i don't know maybe it's because i was a sheltered little bitch but um (laughs) it wasn't like represented it wasn't out there like the like yeah. the thinking and the tying up and the yeah you know all that kinky all that stuff. stuff yeah it's not yeah nearly as as openly discussed yeah but now <laughs> yeah. zoomers are out here zoom and i said zoomers not boomers but zoomers are out here like yeah like ass <laughs> yeah they're changing stuff yeah 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 um so yeah and it's i feel like it's more accepted now it may be a movie then. before it's time it might that part of it maybe <laughs> they learn a few things i love the things that they they do learn uh vic um david keckner basically uh he, he's wearing a kimono after he's had sex and he's over at the buffet now at the underground mm-hmm. sex party uh mm-hmm. grabbing uh jason sudeikis by the shoulders and telling him you need to be the 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 head wolf you need to you need to lead the charge if you don't run no one will run behind you uh, yes. and he gives him all this advice to basically uh, not, yeah, to not wimp out and and lose his nerve and and uh, you know if he wants this to happen, he's going to have to set the example. Um, yeah, genius, genius. All right. I'm trying to think of other things that he learned from Vic. Like I don't know that he learned a lot. I think it was just <laughs> a funny scene, and then we saw Dodie. Did I get it right? Yep. Oh, yeah. he do, he does bring up the the thing that I I wanted to talk to you about. That I really liked oh, the idea of Hager. you know they ask him, and I think Mike asks Vic, 
uh, how do we make sure the women are into it? How do we get the women into it and excited? And he says, uh, no, in my experience, it's not going to be them to worry about. It's going to be you guys. You got to get you guys uh, out of your heads and out of your insecurities. And I, I yeah. really liked that that twist on, you know, their their expectation was that they were going to be all game for it. And it's like, no, 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 men are <laughs> equally insecure and they have all sorts of doubts about their performance. <laughs> Maybe this scene was a little bit ahead of its time. And then they also, I thought you were going to bring up, silly me, you brought up something actually important and poignant. <laughs> um, I thought you were going to bring up the pegging. Oh, yeah. He learns yeah. what pegging is. <laughs> he asks, yeah. And that's what a girl puts on a strap on and does you from behind. And Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. He just says it. He says it with no, no, uh, there's no reason not to say it because they're already in an underground sex party so he says yeah. it so nonchalantly he says everything so nonchalantly it's very uh yeah very liberating <laughs> yeah extremely extremely liberating <laughs> it was a, a scene before it's time now another part of the movie we haven't really discussed much is that eric and this uh, i guess she's the like assistant or the apprentice realtor um character kelly they are kind of starting to fall for each other. They go on a few dates. I think he starts to think at first that if he cozies up next to her, maybe he can somehow get details on the sale of the house or stop it in some way or, or, you know, uh, but he starts to fall for her. And that gives Eric doubts um, in doing this orgy in the first place. He's, he's really not comfortable. And as he get closer and closer to the date, it becomes like everyone else in the group is ready to go and ready to do it. And he's the only one who's like, gotta take care of something first he's like really hesitant um so he tries to come clean with her like the night of because he really can't see himself doing it unless he at least tells her the truth i think um and he walks in on this date that she's on i love that nothing to do with that comes up later like that date is not a problem like they barely know each other they've gone on a few dates they've kissed a couple times they're not exclusive and she yeah, just has yeah. an old flame over. That's all it is. Like, who cares? Or a new flame. Who You don't know. But we never find out. And that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, no explanation impressed. needed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just kind of like, oh, let's just, you know. Yeah. Keep going with what we were going with. Yeah. There are two people in their 30s who happen to date uh, around. And that's totally fucking fine. And that's, uh, yeah, it, it's it's great that they, they don't explore that. But it does give him some pause. But at the same time, seeing that she's on this date with some other guy, he's totally fine with going back to the orgy and starting it off. Um, yeah. So what did, what did you think? This is now we're entering the actual night of. <laughs> okay, before before we enter anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, when they see her on the beach, I'm not sure what exactly is different that he recognized her and called her Bean Dip Girl, which, ouch, that is hurtful a little bit. Like, you remembered only that she <laughs> ate out of the toilet bowl. She's like, fuck, what I a- knew I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> yeah, what a thing to be known for. Um, But Mike, she's coming out of the water and Mike is like, that hurts my dink. And I'm just like, she's a beautiful lady. Why? I think he was saying it in a... In a oh. <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say this. In a complimentary way. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. I think okay. his dink is tired. Well, didn't he? He's also the guy who, at the wedding of Will Forte and, and Lucy Punch's wedding, 
Is her name Lucy Punch? Yes. Um, yes. They're getting married. He goes to the wedding with a uh, some kind of device that essentially is a rope around his penis. And his and, thigh. And his thigh. Right. So he's like, yeah. they're out. They're all just like losing it on the dance floor at that wedding. And he's kind of like, kind of, <laughs> like wincing, in pain, but also <laughs> yeah. like having a great time. Uh, also, <laughs> what the fuck? But yeah, so he, maybe it's the next, the next day or something that he says that. I don't know. I just assume that his penis is a little sore. Um, I have I have the, the name of that device. It's called the Yank. And it is after <laughs> it hurts my dink in my notes. So I assume it hurts my oh. dink came before the Yank. Well said. Yeah. Um, there so was many a point... things I never expected my voice to be on record saying. Uh, like... Perhaps his penis was a little sore. I just yeah. I'm hearing myself back, and I I may never listen to this episode, but that's okay. I was here for it. I'm living in the moment. That's what this movie's about. Um, I, when they when they meet again on the beach, mm-hmm. um, Kelly says, uh, "I convinced the the owners that you ride the short bus." I don't like that phrase. Yeah, that's yeah. that's there's okay. definitely some some awful dated humor and jokes like that's the same thing with the with the indigenous regalia right like they're showing up it's the it's the the old uh phrase indian meaning two different things yeah uh, yeah ridiculous uh but yeah they wouldn't make that joke today but same thing same thing with the short post joke which and at the wedding uh nick kroll says to the pastor minister yeah i don't know what you call him um but he says hi rabbi and yeah. I feel like that's that one. Honestly, it made me giggle a little bit, a whole yeah. lot. <laughs> well, that one made me laugh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you were to ask other people, maybe not so much. But yeah, that's fair. Tee-hee. <laughs> fair play in uh, 2011, I think. It seemed like a Nick Kroll ad lib, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> I I have loved him since. Uh, there's a show called The League. Oh yeah, that is about a. Fa- have you have you watched it? Very familiar. Yeah, I don't know if I've yeah. seen all of it, but I did. My fr- friends of mine who were more into football than me got me onto it, and then I was like, "Oh, this is really fucking funny. You don't have to like football." <laughs> really oh funny. yeah, no, hundred yeah. percent. I if you have watched all the way to the end, you'd know because uh, the last few episodes get real weird. Oh, okay. Like the tone I of the show changes. I definitely have not seen. I just know Jason Manzukis is amazing in it um paul Shear is great the thing that i remember since also is the one comedian i think he's like the main guy from it got called out years ago um for lying about being like at 9-11 or something like he was <laughs> he made some some joke in his stand-up or something about having been there and then someone called him out and proved that he wasn't. And then he got like shit canned from the comedy community for a while. <laughs> like each people just did not, they didn't respect him for a while. I was just like, I don't know anything about this actor, uh, but that is a thing that I am now spreading again in the room <laughs> uh, right now without the full story. So there you go. Hey, it ties back to our last episode when we were talking about how like we've got the Googles in our phones and stuff and we don't we just take whatever TikTok says <laughs> yeah. as truth. I've already <laughs> said what I know and I don't even know if I know what I know. <laughs> Such a good line. Yeah. Uh, a great line from Barb and Star. 
Yeah. Give it up to Del Mar. Yep. Go to last week's episode. You are missing <laughs> out if you've not listened. Um uh, okay, so we're we're going we're going into the yes, are we entering? So are we entering it, the we orgy? Are entering. Okay. Absolutely. Is it, With is it yes, in? consent. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's in. Okay. <laughs> oh. If you oh. have to ask. Never mind. I'm not going to tell a horrible kid story. Never mind. I didn't know where you were going with that sound. And I'm just like, I, I... oh, <laughs> that was unfortunate timing. <laughs> no, that was more of a moan of, I, oh, God, middle school kids are gross. And... A moan. <laughs> um, <laughs> the the actual night of the orgy. Yeah, it begins. Yes. And how hello, boobs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's great. Okay, so Nick Kroll's character and I will the teacher, Laura. Yeah. Uh the two of them kind of pair off and become they discover something with each other that they didn't know was there and they've been friends for years and maybe this is a, you know, all it took was a, was a, a group orgy for them to realize they were a great pairing. Um <laughs> she kind of gets him to let loose and and live a little and uh, he gives her so much more confidence than she knew she had because he is just delighted that they're together and the, yeah it's it's a very sweet thing for the two of them and to see boobs he's delighted to see boobs he's so delighted I, to see boobs i i hate it but i understand her when she says are they okay mm. i and i understand they're phenomenal yeah i understand yeah. her but also men think all boobs are fantastic most boobs <laughs> all boobs yeah yeah most men straight men most men think most boobs are fantastic yeah that's yeah you heard it here first i'm just saying you're right i'm gonna get canceled <laughs> it's fine it's, it's about time <laughs> we're entering <laughs> i had a good run <laughs> entering into the realm where i was like should we review this why god <laughs> I was like messaging Emmy like two nights ago when I watched the movie for the first time in 10 years and I was going, how are we going to talk about this? Oh my God, I'm terrified of getting canceled. <laughs> and she reminded me, Keith, you're not famous. Um, no, I didn't. <laughs> I said, we'd find a way. We'd find a way. And we did. We have, we did. I think. We did. I'm yeah. I'm just delighted that our sense of humors are are on par. Uh, yeah. Because it does, it does help for sure. Um, yeah. But it, honestly, like if you have boobs, whoever you are, Mm. some guy out there is totally delighted to see them 100 percent, 100 it doesn't have to be nick kroll somebody yeah. out there is excited to see your boobs hell yeah 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 and also fuck the patriarchy <laughs> yeah you know what that person who's delighted to see your boobs might be you and that's yeah. cool too yeah um, i'm delighted yeah. every every bring it back again every time i see my shirt potatoes i am like damn <laughs> Yeah, they gravity has taken them down a little bit, but I've got, I've got. You know what? They're fun to play with too. <laughs> I not not in like someone, a sexual way. As someone who has grown boobs himself, I agree. Um, and there is someone who wants. He's <laughs> delighted to see your boobs. Yeah, me. I don't think you have boobs. Yeah. No. Yes. Be delighted to see your own boobs. <laughs> Damn straight. Yeah, you don't need nobody else. It's the same thing with the the, the with the, the the psychologist character and her boyfriend um, arguing over the fact that she had shaved. 
Yeah. And it's like, no, you just do it for yourself. Love yourself first. Yes. Yeah. Be delighted. Insanely attractive when people yeah. are confident about themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Be yeah. delighted with whatever hairstyle your nether region chooses. Or you <laughs> choose chooses? for your nether region. <laughs> you wake up and you wake up one day, you go, huh, guess it was feeling sassy. Oh, a um, cowlick. <laughs> Oh, a bun? Uh, I can't I can't go to work today. <laughs> I can't get this cowlick <laughs> to go away. Uh, <laughs> um, so Labor Day weekend arrives and the group prepares for the orgy. Uh they <laughs> What the hell? Where what the hell were we? <laughs> who 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 knows? The, at the, so, we're at the so orgy. The with, yeah, so they, they do all kind of have okay so vic the guy uh david Keckner plays at the underground sex party suggests at one point that you know what it, all it might take is a really intimate and intense conversation and jason sudeikis comes back from the the girl he's interested in finding out that she's on a date with someone else he comes back to the group of friends and he explains to them why he really wants to do this because he loves them so much and he loves this house so much and that's all he wanted this night to be about is them and this place and their love for each other and he just he just pours his heart out and turns out Vic was right because that is when Everybody seems to be suddenly in the mood. They're all appreciating each other. They're all just goo goo and gagaing over each other. And Mike and Laura, the psychologist, are the first two to start making out. And the rest of them are in a group hug, looking at this happen. And they go, "Oh wow, you couldn't have called that." And they just all start getting into it and partying and drinking and eating all sorts of ridiculous. What is it? Bagel bites? And like, they mentioned bagel bites. They've co- constantly yeah. got drinks and hors d'oeuvres coming. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to keep hydrated. That's alcohol, yep. so it's dehydrating, but mm. I guess oh, it's, it's kind of hydrating too. Yeah. Well, yeah, there with tonic, tonic water is, <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, But yeah, just, yeah, snacks and they have all sorts. I mean, the budget for the snacks alone. Yeah. Can you? Can you afford to have an orgy in this day and age? Not with inflation. No. Not they with inflation. Like- yeah. The bagel bites aren't the price they used to be. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're all like, at... <laughs> oh, sorry, go ahead. No. At some point, somebody looks at Jason Sudeikis and says, you could be president of the United States. Honestly, let's do it. <laughs> I... Sounds good. Oh, after Ted Lasso, like, come on. Yeah. He's, he's yep. a perfect candidate. Um. Yep. But then it would be eventually, you know, he's going to get old and then you're going to have the same thing about an old white guy being president. You can only be president for eight years. You yeah, won't be old like, in eight years. He's pushing 50 now, right? So, like... Is he? Re- no, he's not. <laughs> I don't I don't know what age Jason Sudeikis is. I just assume he's probably, like, 45. 47. No, I'm going 38. You think Jason Sudeikis is still in his 30s? Yeah. No. Oh, is, are you looking it up? I, oh, the Inquisition. Wait, so okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go 35 in this movie and then add okay, oh, all right. Listen. <laughs> Age. 47. I calls it like likes to seize it. Good. That's why you had to go do a show over in the UK because the over there, uh 30 47 is the new 30. 
Age is but a number. <laughs> it's just a number. Um, it's just I a number. <laughs> in it. Um, in it. <laughs> you wanker. Someone, <laughs> someone makes the joke uh, or or makes the suggestion that uh, hey, let's go have sex in the pool, and then everybody kind of they kind of pile on and make fun of that person because you know, oh yeah, chlorine. That's a great idea. Have a good time or whatever. And then they do all try it. It cuts to a yeah. scene later where they're all they've switched up again. Most of them. They're all mm-hmm. having sex yep. with someone else, and they're in the pool now. And I think they all agree at the end of that that uh, water is not a lubricant, and they all <laughs> exit the pool. <laughs> it is <laughs> not. If you're having sex in water, you need a water-based lubricant, and then it works. If not, it it, it sucks. It's awful. Terrible. I, I uh, don't see, I know from experience. I would have thought a water-based lubricant would just wash away. Mm. Damn, I don't Maybe know. I have it wrong. Hold on. There's a certain kind of lubricant. What kind of lube do you use in the shower? Keyboard. <laughs> that was autocorrected. What kind of keyboard do you use in the shower? Oh, yeah, sorry. Silicone. I got it wrong. You have to go silicone-based, not water-based. It is best to preface this and we should put this at the beginning of the episode that we are not qualified for we are not. the advice that is <laughs> I am qualified to say well a friend of mine is qualified to say that sex and water is it's not it ouchies happened to a friend of a friend of yours mm-hmm, a friend of a friend um yeah. but but sex and water with a silicone based lube fun 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 um so they're all having a successful <laughs> they're all having a successful i'm orgy. sorry mom <laughs> <laughs> she is i could tell um the <laughs> and uh will forte and his wife are having sex in the bushes or no in the car outside the uh-huh. orgy and everybody's having a great fucking time the next day um is uh, some of my favorite scenes are the, the scenes that happen after because they're all hung over and they're all just like recount recounting what the hell happened last night and and um mike admits he doesn't remember any of it which is so sad for him because Mm -hmm. (laughs) he was the most gung-ho about the whole experience and he doesn't remember a thing and they're all like what the fuck what a waste man um yeah and uh eric meets up with kelly on the beach uh runs into her again he feels uh she's about to come clean about uh the relationship or that or the night that she had the date that she was on he says you know what pump the brakes you know what let's never talk about it let's pretend last night never even happened and in a way i think this is kind of a slimy way of him getting out of the fact that he just had group sex and didn't doesn't now have to tell her anything about it yeah. but also they start fresh and the movie isn't about that them their relationship so it is it is kind of a nice cop out to get away from that whole shit. Yeah, it's the movie isn't about the relationship. The movie is about fucking your friends. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Sorry. Um, he finds out that the house deal uh, has fallen through and will take a little longer to sell. Um, so Damn Eric it. begins planning the party for Memorial Day. Okay, which. Oh. Okay, so Labor Day happens in September. Mm-hmm. Memorial Day happens in May. So we're talking 
a very long time away. Yeah. I think, well, being a summer home, maybe maybe this area that it, the summer home is in, I can, I can never remember where, where this was, but maybe it doesn't get a lot of business. Uh, maybe it's all like a summer uh, town, so it'll be like a, a ghost town until May. I don't know. I have no idea. That um, makes sense, because I was like, uh, either you're stupid <laughs> and you got them flipped. Which, hey, if any of you guys could never remember which is which, Memorial Day happens in May. M.M. You're welcome. Nice. Learned that in college. And it stuck with me because I would get Sometimes. them confused. And Veterans Day happens in February. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know when Veterans Day is. <laughs> which month is 4th of July? <laughs> so August. <laughs> So that yeah. that does wrap up the synopsis, but uh, it doesn't mean uh, we can't have our opinions about it afterwards. I, I I I do think that there's some real good nuggets in this movie of of uh, a heart. There's some warmth to it. There's some fun. There's some great lines, but there's also a shit ton of grenades and and mines that are just don't age well. Uh, some some lines that do not age well. Some jokes, um, but overall, like I give it, I give it probably what IMDb did a six. Yeah, well, uh, I'd probably give it a five. Uh, five. It's yeah, middle okay. of the road. It's yeah. worse, in my opinion, than Eurotrip. I haven't mm-hmm. watched Eurotrip in a minute. I loved Eurotrip. See, this is the that's the experience that you and I would have. We we would be on the same page if you watched Eurotrip. I think probably You'd be probably. Like, Damn, this movie is is crushing my youth. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I loved Eurotrip, but I, I think it. it's I remember liking it. higher than American Pie. That yes, mama, me, his mama, yeah. his girlfriend, <laughs> and me <laughs> do it in my van every Sunday. That used to be on my iPod Mini. That's right, iPod Mini when I was in high school. Oh, um, the one okay, one line, and I maybe it's just that I don't get it. But whenever uh, the girl who has no character development other than that she was into Eric, when she's like, I got it out of my system. What? Yeah. What does that even mean? Maybe I'm not that type of person. Maybe I just don't get it. Like, I understand if you're like pining and pining and pining and pining for somebody and then you like finally fuck like. He's on a pedestal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, okay. like she built him up to be this like like amazing thing, and it turns out he's just a regular guy, and she's actually not that interested anymore. It's, or she's not she's okay with letting go of those feelings. Because, and it was the eh. sex that did that for her. I don't I don't know. I mean, she had sex with four out of the six guys. I feel like so I or three out of them. I don't know. Like she had. I can't imagine it being purely the sex, but I don't know. Maybe that. I don't know. You're right. They shouldn't. It shouldn't be all about that like her her pining in the first place but yeah. yeah well and i feel like i feel like when i whenever i'm like whenever i get it out of my system like if i'm like attracted to somebody and like oh they're beautiful they're cute and then like their personality doesn't match that like that's when i'm <laughs> like mm, hands off nope absolutely not yeah yeah and i don't i don't need to fuck them afterward boink them yeah Beauty's I don't know. It's I don't know. It yeah. was just it's just an odd I don't know. I think it's an odd thing that movies do. 
that doesn't they, they, translate to real life. They put sex, yeah, they put sex as the be all and end all, like this big moment in relationships, and, and yeah, it doesn't always, it isn't always the case. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I do agree. Movies definitely put that as, like, especially these kind of movies that are revolve around the plot revolves around sex, and that's the same thing with American Pie, same thing with Van Wilder, like these movies that are about the. And these aren't even college age people, but like <laughs> you get the, all those college comedies. It's all about they got to they got to get the D or they got to get the. the yeah. The yeah. That's the, that's, yeah. That's the MacGuffin. That's the big quest that they're after. Yeah. They put that's, it up it's, this... Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. They put the pussy on a pedestal. They put the pussy on a pedestal. 40 year old virgin. Yep. <laughs> great. Great. movie. Great movie. Yeah. Uh, yep. I we want I watched that with my wife like two, three months ago, maybe. We'd seen it before, obviously, but to see that that one aged pretty damn good was so comforting. <laughs> I was good. like, this good. is still a this is still a good time. This is still like for a movie that revolves around sex, much like this one, um, it wasn't nearly as as cringe <laughs> to sit through. <laughs> yeah. I maybe she she's a hoe. Faux show. <laughs> Oh, show. Yeah. The simple fact that they don't know what the hell they're talking about is, and that's the lesson. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a nice thing. And uh, it, it came to that a little bit in this too. Like you, you don't love every character at the beginning and it's because they have an arc, they have a growth and they, not a growth. You don't, I don't mean like that kind of growth, but like they grow <laughs> up a little bit. If they had a growth, they shouldn't be in the, they shouldn't have done the, anyways, uh, long story short. Or they shouldn't, talk now. they shouldn't do it. Until they have growth. Because yes. if they're not a show, they should be a growth. If they're not a shower. Huh? They should... If they're they not should... a show, they should be a growth. They don't show... Uh, shit. I don't know. Uh, um. Okay. So you said the characters, right? Yes. You asked me at the beginning, my ranking of characters, high, mm. middle, low. I'm curious about yours. I th- okay, so I would agree with you on Laura, the teacher, and Mike, the party animal, being up there. Um, I don't. There's some moments that I, that that Mike annoys me, but not enough that all the other things don't make up for it. I love Will Forte's character uh, and his whole, the fact that he is not invited. <laughs> it's like really <laughs> enraging for him. Um, yeah. I would say Nick Kroll's probably a little further down on my list than yours than yours, but I still say like characters like Doug and his girlfriend Willow are probably at the bottom. I think that they really are only in the movie because they needed to make it look seem like a larger group. Um, yeah. They really have nothing to do in this movie. <laughs> yeah. And Sue uh, is down there with them because Sue aside, and I just thought about it while we were talking while she is it's purely there because of the plot, the triangle, the love triangle kind of thing of she's always wanted to get with Eric. Um, she also is there for a plot device to convince the other women to take part because she early on decides she's in, she's a hundred percent. And then they have that beach scene where, she, where she's just basically debating with them and convincing them to join in. And yeah, that wouldn't have happened without yeah. Sue's involvement. Cause it had to come from a woman. Like yeah. you had to have the character, the, the women talking on their own and consenting to the idea. Otherwise, it's just a bunch of horny dudes trying to get their girl, their female friends to take part. And yeah, that wouldn't, yeah, that would leave a weirder. That, that's a 1990s movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's literally just American Pie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about what about Eric? 
and um, uh, what's her face? Kelly. So Eric and Kelly, I'd say their characters are very important for the plot. He does. I don't think he has a ton of growth throughout the film. I almost like seeing Mike's character uh, development more. And I like I like um, even uh, what's the name of the the psychotherapist, the psychologist, Allison. I like Allison's arc almost more than I like Eric's because of her basically finding her independence, finding her freedom from that toxic relationship with that guy. And yeah. um, and her her progress throughout the movie was was more interesting to me than Eric's. I I like Jason Sudeikis, and I I think he's got way better movies out there, um, as far as he goes. But he he did tie it together well, so he's kind of the glue for this movie. But um, but yeah, I, I'd say he's probably middle of the pack for me. Hmm. Okay, okay. My Fair my enough. favorite character is Vic, Uncle Vic, running the the underground sex party, uh, sex club, and having all these rules in this wonderful buffet. Uh, which was funny to me. It's like a girl yeah. going like a fondue pot. Like... Yeah. <laughs> Chocolate fountain. No, there yeah. wasn't. Was there? Probably. I don't know. Probably. Yeah, in the back room. Yeah. For dicks only. <laughs> Do not eat this chocolate. Oh, that's what it was. Mike lays down next to Jason Sudeikis and Sue um having sex and sue's already having trouble getting into it because she's probably put him on a pedestal the whole time and she's getting frustrated with mike stand sitting down next to them and trying to feed jason sudeikis a oh, chocolate yeah. covered <laughs> strawberry and he's like no i'm, I'm good I, i'm actually full up on bagel bites from earlier i'm, I'm okay buddy <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. yeah and they have a kiss what do you think of the kiss scene between jason oh, sudeikis yeah. and mike they play they play uh, kiss chicken or gay chicken I guess. Yeah, I'm I... glad it wasn't as shamed as it could have been. Like if the movie took place ten years earlier, but they did kind of they did kind of gay shame it a little bit by being like, oh, I'm not, never you know whatever the others yeah. were thinking when they watched it or they were watching and on looking. But I I kind of enjoyed it because it made them seem like equals. Like I think that that's how Mike was taking it. Was like if I do this, we are. I'm not his pet. We are yes. co-conspirators. 100%. Like we're we're doing this together. Yeah. And he did. Well said. Good point. Yeah. Um yeah. I have I have just uh just a couple things that I just need to get off my chest. Yeah. Um it was multiple times that you brought up college that I brought up college. Mm-hmm. What, what adults do this? That was like the biggest running thing. It was like no adults live their lives this way although (laughs) now that i've said that questions answered there's a show on bravo called the summer house and there's a show on bravo called winter house and i've seen bits and pieces (laughs) of a couple of episodes and it's those people they're like they're like the sons of rich people sons and daughters of rich people and they just go to a house for like the summer and have themed parties like this oh my god it's rich people that yeah exactly well don johnson plays his dad from from uh, miami vice and he owns oh yeah home and he's driving away on his little convertible with his with his uh (laughs) his much younger wife yes (laughs) or or girlfriend or whatever yeah yeah you know we really need to tax the rich. <laughs> the most shocking thing to me is that Bravo is still a channel. <laughs> I did not 
did not realize that until you brought this up that there's yeah. summer house and winter house yeah they're two different shows but then bravo was also the real housewives channel um oh. and the the guy who everybody thinks is gay but he's got a whole family and he does real estate or something i don't know i don't have John any Travolta? of the streaming no <laughs> no his name is like I want to say Chris Chrisley, but that's not him. Chris He's Chris actually Lee? gay. Chris Cressley. Carson Cressley. Oh, Carson Cressley. But He's it's not him. Gay. It's not him. He's definitely gay. <laughs> this guy, the guy who I'm thinking of is, oh, I'm, I'm going to type in right now, Bravo gay guy. And if I don't find him, then... He's gonna be. I mean, he's gonna be really pissed off if he finds out that that is what he's been reduced to. But I won't tell him. With a family. I. No, that's not it. (laughs) No. Damn it. It's he's he does something in real estate. I don't have any of the um, uh, streaming services that cover Bravo, so I don't know <laughs> yeah, Bravo I celebrities. You, you could have told me that Bravo um, died in the in the early 2010s, and I would have 100% believed you. Oh, none of these are his name. But what what was the other? Did you have other other uh, things to get off your chest? Of course, I always do. Like <laughs> for one, these shirt potatoes. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. 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 Martin Starr looks completely different in a hat. Mm. <laughs> when we are first introduced to Martin Starr in this movie, mm-hmm. whenever he's taking the picture for the f- cover of his album. You had no did idea. not did not realize it was him. He looks a lot hotter without a hat. Yeah, no, he's a hundred. At the end, he decides to go with the album cover where he's not wearing the hat instead of the one with the hat, and he says, "Now fuck the hat." And then his friends all just kind of chime in and say, "Yeah, fuck the hat." And it's yeah. it's it's pretty. It's probably the most amusing part of the Martin Starr character <laughs> is that he just that was his growth. He decided fuck that hat because it was like a fedora yeah. too or whatever. Yeah. Wow, which good, good guy. Oh, yeah, a whole I other bag of potatoes, whole other bag of shirt potatoes. <laughs> I dated, I dated someone for a very long time, and I'm embarrassed because he was someone who wore a fedora. Mm. Oh, and then instead of a fedora, he got one of the taxi driver hats that has the snap in the front. Oh, God. oh yeah, I have. So we have poor, poor tasted men. You were all the time too. Oh God! For all those listening who really uh, have seven or eight of these fedoras or newsies hats that she's talking about, I'm sorry. Um, you are on her list (laughs) (laughs) or off it. I'm not sure. It's it's not the it's not the people. It's the hats. Exactly. (laughs) Straighten up and fly right. Throw your hat right in the trash and get an Avengers hat at Avengers dot. Com, com forward slash, slash Avengers podcast. Boom. Shop. Nice. Nice. Oh, slash shop. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what did <laughs> I did Avengers.com forward slash Avengers podcast <laughs> slash shop dot. Org. That's yeah. Yep. Dot org dot gov. 
Okay. Uh, whenever right before the orgy and they're all watching porn and taking um <laughs> notes. Mike's diligently <laughs> diligently. Notes. Like he's Everyone's watching an MCU movie. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And he's, he's got me. a notepad. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. and the uh, final thing, final thing. Bath towel at the beach. At what? the very end of the movie, somebody has a bath towel that is sand colored. Oh, they're at the beach, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You got to get a beach towel. You gotta. Otherwise, your everything is going to be in sand if you lay down on that towel. Mm-hmm. And you'll be Nick Kroll saying, "Hey, can you bring back some sand for my crack from the beach?" Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, man. No problem. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um. Oh well. I listen. I have one more note, and this is purely just because i need this out here and i need to see if anybody else remembers this movie i love it there was a movie when i came out (laughs) congratulations emmy that's such big news so tired (laughs) (laughs) there was a movie that came out when i was in college yeah and the movie was i'm pretty sure it was just called college and it was okay. so, so bad. This is one of the only movies that my friend and I have ever walked out of. <laughs> the only thing that I remember about this movie was that they partied a lot. And one of their parties, they put Viagra in every other drink or something. It was like random oh drinks God. that had Viagra in it. Yeah. And everybody had to paint their penis <laughs> glow in the dark. <laughs> and they played glow in the dark boner tag. <laughs> oh, no. And no. if anybody else remembers that movie, I think I walked out shortly thereafter. <laughs> that you mean um, that movie with superstar Drake Bell? <gasps> did it really have him in it? Yeah, I'm looking isn't at he him. in jail right now for something, or like in big, big trouble so. for something? I, I'm sure he is. I mean, besides being in the movie College, I'm sure he's done something worse. Mm. But I mean, it's going to be close. Be a close. Time. Played played glow in the dark boner tag in real life. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sorry. That this movie brought that memory up for me. This must have been like 2009, 10. Yeah. Uh well this uh, the college came out in 2008. 2008. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't mean that it was in theaters that year, but it does, yeah, it's a rated R movie from 2008. Maybe it got a later release. I don't know. But, All right. We used to have a really yeah. small adorable theater in my college town that was called the princess it only had two screens and like each theater theater in quotation marks had like maybe 24 seats in it it was so cute i absolutely loved it (laughs) yeah very much not the shooty theater (laughs) r.i.p man Um, i can't wait to hear what people think of this movie i hope everybody watches a good old-fashioned orgy so i can know what they think because damn so many thoughts (laughs) it was like i said at the beginning it was weird it was wild it was a fun ride i really enjoyed it can you can you see my wife in the reflection of i can (laughs) i can and it creeped me out hardcore she waved oh good okay yeah Yeah, she was trying to like square up (laughs) (laughs) yeah i would at least she's friendly yeah no i saw that and i was like 
Uh, does he see Keith that? Run. <laughs> <laughs> There's something behind you. Yeah. Just looking like this say, right now. I wouldn't say something. Now I that's her too, right? I can still see her reflection. Still her, yeah. She's she's closing okay. the water bottle. Now she's okay. opening it. Now she's running away because you made herself go. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I think that was you doing a play by play of what right. she was right. doing. <laughs> it was my fault, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she can't hear me, can she? No. She can't. Okay. She can well. I yeah, that was not creepy at all, and I won't see that in my nightmares tonight. That's okay. <laughs> all right. Um. So, do you have anything else that you want to add about this movie? I mean, I think overall we enjoyed. We had a good time. Yeah, we I had mean, a good time. Least, it's a discussion topic for sure. Um, for sure. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people can have fun with it. I think that you got to take it with a grain of salt, knowing when it came out. Um. And the fact that, you know, a movie about such a topic could have been much worse. <laughs> so at least this one had a plot. Uh, Very good point. <laughs> I, you know what? And, okay. I, this movie gave me Zach and Mary make a Porto vibes, which was another movie that I watched yeah. in college. And I don't completely remember, but I remember being like, eh, okay. As a uh, sheltered kid from Tennessee, Sure, mm-hmm. I I enjoyed it. Tyler Labine is also in that one and plays a drunk guy who walks in the donut shop or the coffee shop while they're while they're filming, and he's shit faced and he's just watching. And he's like, <laughs> 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 like he's, he's really good at playing drunk. It's awesome. Yeah. Wait, that's that's uh Mike. Yeah. Mike. Yeah. Okay. Damn. All right. All right. You're gonna cool. So he just likes to be around sex <laughs> and being drunk. I mean. God, he's living the he dream. Type. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> fell right into his his dream job. Yeah. All right. Well, um, Keith, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me on uh, Elon Musk's social experiment uh, at Film Critter with a K, and you can find me on YouTube under the same name. And on Instagram at Keith Zonders with a Z. All right. Um, Keith has also done some fantastic artwork for us that is featured oh, on you. our website, um, which is bingerspodcast.com. And if you want to buy some merch, you can add a forward slash shop on there, not forward slash bingerspodcast.gov or whatever the hell we said earlier. Um <laughs> And he's also, uh, if you go back and listen to our Secret Invasion reviews, he did a beautiful version of us as scrolls, I mean, yeah. which is hard to do because I feel like there's a lot of a lot of uh, personality that comes out of hair, mm. and so it's hard tricky. to it's hard to make us look like scrolls. But you did it, and it's fantastic. Um, and that is our artwork for Secret Invasion. Um, you can also check us out on Instagram, on Twitter, bleh, X, whatever. I I shared this meme today. The uh, it was Ivan Vanko, and it said, "I, I want my bird," <laughs> and it had the Twitter X logo. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, yeah, oh yeah, I missed that bird. I never thought I'd me miss too." That bird. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. At Avengers Podcast, that's where we are. Um, if you like this episode and you want to write us a review or give us five stars, we would absolutely love that on any platform that you can do that. Um, five stars, please. And uh, 
written reviews are my favorite thing in the galaxy. So that would be fantastic. <laughs> That's a free way that you can support the show. If you like us and want to give us money, which I understand. <laughs> I know it's a big ask, but um, you can join patreon.com forward slash Avengers podcast. For $1, you will get a shout out on the show. For $3, you can get a shout out on the show and our Discord. And for $5, you get um, special extended episodes, a shout out, access to our Discord, and an extra monthly episode. Um, This month, we did Growing Up Part 2. So, And that's already out, so I won't even tell you guys what's on it. I can't wait to You're listen welcome. to that. I'm excited to listen tomorrow. It was a blast to record. And we were, it was later than we are now. So it got a little, we got a little slap happy, which is awesome. All right. So, um, Keith, do you have any final words? Um, no. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> I don't know. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we will be back next week with, I believe, Blue Beetle. That's right, Blue Beetle. We are diving back into DC's nuts. Uh, so join us for Blue Beetle. Go watch it. Um, have a blast. Uh, my final words are: come for the orgy, stay for the friendship. <laughs>